0: Welcome to the first episode of Own Your Pleasure, hosted by Whitney Miller. In today's episode, we are talking sex and relationships with the deeply knowledgeable and truly empowering Dr. Nikki. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'll just ask, like, could you introduce yourself and tell us who you are, what you do?
1: I am so excited to be here. It's it's an excitement competition at this point. My name is Dr. Nikki. I am a licensed psychologist, a sex self-confidence coach. I'm based in Houston, Texas, but my practice is all virtual. I have this really cool credential called SciPack that allows me to see therapy clients in around 36 states at this point. And then I do coaching worldwide. And I always say like, I focus on helping women with their relational and sexual wellness because the two go together for me. I particularly love working with high achieving. And I'm happy to talk more about how I define that. Yeah, Not in sort of like a monetary capitalistic framework, but high achieving, high performing Black women, because there's so much internalized resistance, negativity around access to pleasure. And I firmly believe that pleasure is a pathway to liberation. And also I don't want to liberate a future that doesn't center pleasure. So Say that's that. who I am. That's what I'm about. <laughs> so Heaven amazing.
0: Experience. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I've blown away. I, I would love for you to speak more about like high, high achieving, like expand on that. Like- yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So when so many of my clients talk to me,
1: what has happened is they were told that academic success and therefore then career success were the pathways, the gateway to a good life, to a safe life, to a healthy life, to a right life, right? And so what happens is from a very early age, the emphasis is on production. It's on outcome. It's on value evaluation. It's about grades, honor roll, what degree you have. It's like all of these really sort of external quantitative measures. And as long as you're sort of checking those boxes, your, the authorities, your parents, your caregivers, everybody is like, you're amazing. Everything is wonderful. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is this whole other part of yourself, like your soul, <laughs> the core of who you are, how you feel about things. What are your actual values? How do you relate to yourself? How do you honor yourself? How do you navigate interpersonal relationships that now, All of that stuff is just like, you figure it out, like yeah, over there. Yeah. And so I use the word atrophy, right? Because we all come onboarded when we come here with access to these things. But if you don't get socialization, if you don't get education, if you don't get taught, if you don't get modeled, if you don't get supported, affirmed, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. it sort of just sits here. So then I get a lot of women who look great on paper. So that's what I mean by high performance. Yeah. They're either in a leadership position, they are, and if they're not officially in a leader po- leadership position, they are the go-to, they're the problem solver, they're the, everybody knows at work, if you just go to such and such, they're going to fix it anyway. Oftentimes, they are overburdened by care roles in their families, high expectations for how they're supposed to show up for other people, deference to themselves. So that's how I define high achieving
0: wow thank thank you so much for, I see that with my clients like when they when they're just like chasing that external look of of achievement and then you ask them like what do you do for fun what do you do that feels good what what you talking about what you talking <laughs> yeah so when you're working with these people what do you think about the high achievement lifestyle gets in the blocks them from pleasure like a pleasurable lifestyle
1: yeah because pleasure is nebulous. And it is varied. It does not have one specific anchor point of like good or not good or better or not good. Pleasure is sort of this self-defined, very subjective, oftentimes fleeting, spiritual sort of ephemeral thing. And they're like, how post like what? Now tell me how to get there. <laughs> I, yes. want, I want it. Right? But I don't, huh? So none of the skills that they've developed for their survival. And that's really the way I start to think about it too, right? Because what Mm -hmm. happens is everybody likes to be affirmed, right? I go, I'm old school, so I'm firmly Gen Gen X. And I remember early on in the reality school, reality TV days, It would be, I'm not here to make friends. I don't care if they like me. And I feel like you're lying. Like everybody cares and people like Like this. Feedback of like, oh, good girl. Oh, you're an amazing. Oh, you're, you know, let me brag on my daughter. Let me brag on her because this, well, that fills you up. But then what happens is that becomes more and more brittle over time. The high doesn't hit as hard, but it's a really comfortable, really worn pathway. Success. I do these things. I check these boxes. I get this outcome. And pleasure is like, maybe it's in a whole different universe. It don't work like that. <laughs> and right. really the more you try to like get at it, the more disconnected you get from it. And so it's, it's a skill deficit. Yeah. And then the other big piece is like just worthiness, right? Like I don't have to justify anything to actually have this. Like I can indulge because it feels good. I can't pamper because it feels good. Mm-hmm. I can Cause I just want to what? Like that's just such a disconnected concept as well.
0: That messes them up a lot when when you're just like you you're worthy of this just breathing, just being a breathing human being. You are worthy of pleasure. Yes, 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 yes. They say yeah, you and I know I didn't get those messages like Mm-mm. like at all. <laughs> no, like and where in in our society we supposed to get those messages that that we don't need to suffer for things or like in purity culture, how do you feel about like the way that purity culture affects these people? Like,
1: Oh yeah. So, I mean, we have so much, we have so much patriarchal religion that's presented as like lots of other things, but it really is just that it gets really packaged in a really toxic way. It's very insidious because, you know, if you are a faith based person, then like, You want to be pleasing to God, right? That's a thing. Um, And I also think like the dogma of religion aligns very well with that sort of external driven, like I follow these rules and I should get this outcome sort of thing. And so I think you add that with also this disconnect from even honoring that pleasure is your birthright. Like that's a real thing. Like it's not just a catchy slogan. Like no, actually, (laughs) exactly, (laughs) it's very real. It's very, very real. And what I find oftentimes is when you start looking at folks' mindset, right? So what are sort of the cognitive frameworks they have put around justifying not pursuing pleasure, not experiencing scenes in their bodies, not feeling good, just to feel good? That religious dogma is like, oh, it's right there. Like, it's very easy, easy money for them to sort of hold on to.
0: Yes. It gives them more rules to follow. You find like high achievers, they, they like rules you know yes yes to asking questions and they want like steps they got their they're got their pen and pad ready they're ready let me step one come on i want to write it I'm down
1: like, I'm like, I'm right now and almost at the end of every session working with her individually and a lot of the stuff applies obviously to her partner and she's like okay what i'm supposed to say and like she gets like
0: okay I'm, what what and i'm like no, 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 no. I, I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, honey, if I, if you have a script, it's just going to distract you from the information that you actually need. <laughs> that is it.
1: That is uh, that is really key. I remember I learned that. I learned that personally. So when I was in graduate school, the way that I was trained to be a therapist, and I'm convinced this is part of the reason why I'm as good as I am, we did live supervision. So there was an advanced doctoral student and me and two other people who were brand new baby Therapist never talked to a human being about anything in life. And so I would go in the room to see my client, an actual real life human being. They were undergraduate students, and the rest of them would be on the other side of the mirror watching. And the supervisor could come in and intervene. Sometimes they would just knock on the window. You're like, what did I say? Like, am I I causing harm to this person? Is this like what? Like, so. (laughs) And what happened was, I had heard my practicum instructor, a very like experienced therapist. I had heard sort of catchphrases and I was trying to say what he said because I thought that's what a therapist did. And my supervisor was like, no, like, like those are his words. You have to do your words. Like every time you do that, it's like, it pulls it out of the moment. Like it's so inauthentic. It's like, it's derailing everything. I will always remember that of like, we can express the same sentiment. But Whitney needs to say it the way Whitney says it. And I need to say it the way I say it. Otherwise, it is it's just pretend. The, and it feels weird to the other person. You're like, yes. who are you
0: talking to? <laughs> yes, you're acting. You know, now we're performing. That's yes. something that I talk about a lot is like performance-based sex. Do you get into that with clients? Oh, yes. Oh, 100%. And so it's interesting. So I,
1: I do have a mix of heterosexual and lesbian clients I find this dynamic way more with my heterosexual clients. It's, it starts to feel like a chore. It's and so sex. then It's, yeah, so okay, come on, let's do it. Like, I'm sitting there like, all right, let's do it. Uh, their husbands are like, hey, no thanks. Like, like really, I'm not that dude. Like, I've heard, like, they're like, I don't, that's like, no, that's gross. And I don't want to feel like I'm violating my wife. Like, that's gross. Like, I would rather us just not do it than for you to just be like, okay. Let it happen. Oh, those are good dudes. Yeah, right. Those Those are are good good dudes. dudes. (laughs) Those are good dudes. Yeah. All right. (laughs) But for me, this is where the relational and sexual part comes into, right? So now we have, now look at your partner and look at him and listen to what he's saying to you, right? And is that the sort of dynamic, does that feel intimate? Is that the dynamic you really want to foster? No, he's saying to you. I see you as a sexual being in addition to all these other wonderful things. I want to be deeply in this moment, connected to you on this way. And I know that you are not. And that is harmful to me. Like, I need you to really listen to what they're saying. And that's a, that's a light bulb for a lot of women because sex has become utilitarian, right? It's a thing you do. It's another thing to be good. It's oh, what yeah. a good partner does. Cause men you know, need it. <laughs> Cause <laughs> men need it. Yeah. And then it's better, it better be good for them.
0: I like there's just as many women who have high desire as there is like men with low desire. And it's like, <laughs> like, you know, me too. They <laughs> act like a high desire is gendered. I'm like, no, oh, honey, it's just like. No, 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 no. It oh, is my- not. It is absolutely not. Yeah. I love that. I know I was going to talk about the video that, that we got this whole conversation yes, started yes. on. <laughs> okay. So I contacted you because I made a video about attraction and like common interests, getting a relationship started. And then if you don't offer any vulnerability in that relationship, it's just going to kind of stagnate and come to a standstill. And you're going to say some bullshit like, well, I just lost my attraction for them. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time not rolling my eyes when people say, you know, they just really let themselves go. So I lost my attraction for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As if the way skin lays on somebody's bones is the only thing that makes someone attractive. Right. Right. It's, it's deep as a puddle.
1: Absolutely. I got so hyped when I saw that video because I literally had just said it to a client, maybe like the Thursday before or something like that, where I was like, okay, so tell me wh- when you're like, you're looking, what it, what are you looking for? Where I want somebody that's this and I like this. Da, 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 da. And I was like, mm. okay, so those are interests. Mm-hmm. And those don't get you very far. So let's talk about what are your values? Mm-hmm. What are your psychological needs? Ooh. because Those are the things that will sustain you. And if you're talking about long-term partnership, I don't care whether it's monogamous or polyamorous or whatever, if you want to be long-term connected to someone, you all have to have some shared values. And by that, I mean, we see the world in alignment in more ways than not, that we value how we communicate with each other, that we understand that kindness and compassion matters, that we have similar values around how we navigate money. We have similar values around parenting, right? This, the priority looks like this, right? I don't care if he likes to watch Sports Center or if she likes to go to the ballet or the symphony and you don't like none of that shit. Like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Quite frankly, because one, you shouldn't be doing everything together, any. No, say that. Say that y'all oh, need to be your own whole person. Like the sexy is that you got excited. This, like, <laughs> I got all excited. You
1: know, like, hit the. <laughs> I love it. Like, get, like this is like oh, like yes. The sexy part is like, I I got all of this going on, yeah. and you got all of this going on, and we bring it together, we get something new and different and alive that's right if we're the same i could be with myself i like there's a lot of great sex toys on the market i enjoy my own company i go to Mm -hmm. dinner by myself i go to the movies by myself i need somebody that's their own person right absolutely and this client was like well into their 30s which like i see folks from like mid-20s to mid-40s right right and that was like a new concept they were like wait what, what values
0: hmm yeah as a, I have clients all the time. Like, how do you want to feel in this relationship? Not what they yes. look like, like how you want to feel. And then yes. I lost, I'm like, well, is it important to you feel safe? Would you like to feel desired? Like what makes you feel desired? I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't you, know. You better make a plan. You're going to become a part of somebody <laughs> else's. Like, <Yes. laughs> like you will get fully co-opted. I I, I was just, the,
1: the language that I use is, Like, how do you want your sex life to feel? And people can't answer that. They start, well, three times a month. They're like, no, 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 no. What?
0: Who cares about how much we do it? I don't know. How is it? High quality. How do you want to feel? (laughs) Like, give me some language around that. And so,
1: same thing. If you can't answer that question, like, or if it's good, okay, well, then we need to start there, right? We need to explore what is that about? What do you, what is even the what is even the possibility of the vision you could have for yourself in your sex life? Cause, cause you cannot ever get there if you don't have a space to draw from
0: in terms of that. Right. What do you think is contributing to that where people don't have an answer to that question? Like what feels good to you? What kind of sex do you want to have? And they're like, Oh, I have so many thoughts.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I have so many thoughts. I think, on. Um, I think we don't talk near one, well, but just the, really shitty sex education that we have, right? Like, yes. And that is such a compounding generational negative influence, right? Um, so so that's one. And then even when you do have sex education, like there's such a de emphasis on self-pleasure, like mm-hmm. spending time figuring out on your own, understanding that different parts of your body can have different reactions to things. Like mm-hmm. the, you are more than just the genitals. Like even that sort of
0: basic oh. foundation Knowledge. Go back to that. We are more than just <laughs> genitals. Like, thank you. Like, maybe you ever had somebody get right up in here? <laughs> For real. Like the magic of the neckline. Oh, this neck. Honey. Okay. It's just like, you get up in somebody's ear and you affirm them. You make shit tingle. You ain't even nowhere close to it.
1: Nowhere. Which is, I, and I think you and I are a lot the same way around this too. I don't get, I know there's a lot of sex educators and coaches that talk about that. Like, and positions and mm-hmm. I don't really, I, I can't go there, but I never start there. Cause I'm like, if you are fully embodied and you're responsive to your partner, you don't need no instruction. You listen, you mm-hmm. pay attention. The breath is going to change. The, the, the skin texture is going to change. Somebody's going to start sweating. Like the, everything is going to shift. Right. Yes. And if that stops, if the momentum stops, oh, maybe that's not the spot. Check in and ask, them. like it's,
0: it's not that hard <laughs> it's not but they keep thinking like i need to know everything to do with this person's body without asking them i'm like you're not smarter than that person's body like they're they're hooked right in they yes like, yes what are you thinking but like yes. every time i make a tiktok about a, something that's a technique or a trick that's things that take off and i'm like i'll do it because it's what i gotta do for to build a platform but that's right. not where that's my not passion at- is That's not what gets it done. That's not what what makes sex great. Pun intended. (laughs) Exactly. It's not. It's not the juice. I'm trying to tell y'all. Like the juice is. This is your biggest sex organ. Is your brain. Yes. So to your point, the other. So
1: where I start oftentimes with those clients where it's like I don't know Mm -hmm. what you just said. I I just affirm for them over and over again. Your body is more intelligent than you have begun to understand. Yes. Your body is is so intelligent. You just have to slow down and t- a tune in. It does you you can't just like, no. Oh, tell me what to do. You have to slow down and a tune in, right? That's but right. It, all you have to do is slow down and listen. And it will tell you everything you need to know. Like, it's that simple. And then do it again and again and again and again. And then the more you do it, now we're in, now you're in full conversation. Like you ain't even got to check in with her. She's just gonna be like, no. nah, oh, left, right, like right. Oh.
0: That level of connection, like that, that's where I met with my wife, and it was like finding her. It was finally somebody who wanted to explore the full capacity of like pleasure based sex, like. Yes. And that's what I was looking for when I met her. I asked her like second thing like, how important is sex to you? <laughs> she, she's like, it's very important to me in a relationship. Hey. Like, okay, okay, we gonna be friends. Talk more, yeah. The very least. But <laughs> <We>
1: gonna- <laughs> well, Whitney, that is so obvious, and I, I think that is likely what draws people to you, like. I'm like, goals. Like, do they make that in men? Like, do they make
0: like, <laughs> blessings out here to you?
1: Like, please, please, no. please uh, one of my closest friends is trans, and like, every every couple months, he'd be like, "So you, you sure you're still not queer?" Like, come <laughs> like, like, on over, over
0: the rainbows, fun.
1: <laughs> no, but it's that like, there's it's obvious that like you fully have found a space where you're able to be your most vulnerable self. And like that is that that is the only like key that has to be unlocked. You cannot have the greatest sex that you will ever have unless you're able to be vulnerable because the vulnerability is where the intimacy comes from and when you have the intimacy it's boundless. Like it's never ending. Like it's never ending. You're going to be 78 and still getting it in whatever little way y'all can get it in but it's going to still be amazing right. when you focus on those parts, right?
0: Absolutely. I told her, I'll put tennis balls on your walker, baby. I will chase you all over this house and <laughs> get it done. I love it. I love, I love it. it. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I keep telling clients. I'm like, it's the vulnerability more than like the skill set. And they keep trying to skip the awkward phase. Awkward, like, <laughs> awkward tell Awkward. Tell somebody you're nervous. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For real. It's like, yeah. what do you think happens in relationships, like when one or both parties are not willing to to be vulnerable. Yeah, that's I mean, that is where the
1: stagnation happens. And then over time, resentment can happen. I see a lot of folks living like roommates, like or like operating like co-managers, you know, the the mortgage is paid on time and they might even have date night. Right. They might like that. But they're just sort of like, mm, OK, I guess this is it. Um, and there's like the deepest desires that they have for themselves or for their lives or just their biggest fears, they don't say out loud with their partner. And part of it is like legitimately uh, structural, like not even, it's so deprioritized that they don't even make the time. Like I I recently had a, a couple and I did a, I was like, okay, let's do a time audit. Like literally let's look at your life and let's sort of like do a pie chart what percentage of time is this? What percentage is it? By the time we were done, like the chart was, and though they came to me to work on sex and intimacy, sex and intimacy wasn't oh, even on the chart. And I said, I want us to look, I want us to look at this white mm-hmm. boy. What, what's not here? I look on the second. I'm like, oh, sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like y'all not even talking to each other. Like y'all not even cuddling on the couch together. Like how y'all think y'all gonna get to this ultimate goal that you have determined? Like, where is the like, ass caress on the way to get a a fizzy water from the kid when is all of that happening
0: (laughs) come on you stop flirting with each other and then they wonder where their desire went like it was just supposed to
1: just just be there it's just gonna be there but i blame all of our rampant like all the rampant mythology around romance and monogamy that we have like Mm -hmm. it is i'm like that's not how if you love me you would know
0: how i felt huh Oh, I hate that I,
1: shit! I, I still love some nonsense. How
0: do I work? <laughs> <laughs> if I have to ask them, then they didn't really want to do it. I need to work on your. For real, that's
1: like for it's real. Get over yourself.
0: Like, learn how to receive. You find that that's like an issue that keeps coming up. Is like people don't yes. know how to receive.
1: Yeah, like, and and you know, talking to people about the fact that there is a difference between reciprocation and tit for tat. Like, I really think people don't get that that's a difference, right? So when you're able to understand reciprocation, what you understand is like, it is qualitative and dynamic. It's not quantitative. And so in this area, your partner's capacity for this thing might be here and yours might be here, but in this other area, yours might be here and theirs might be there. And if y'all communicate, y'all might be able to like figure out how to maximize that for both. And that's what the reciprocation is like, right? Like sometimes you might have to carry me and sometimes I want to be able to carry you, but we got to be able to communicate authentically about that, own that and name that Mm -hmm. in order to even to get there, right? And so... This real sort of like, almost like a capitalistic approach, right? Of like, well, I don't want to ask him to do that. Or if I already, she already did that for me. So mm-hmm. I don't want, huh?
0: That's like, right. What? Are you talking about like the idea of 50-50? Is it- yes. Yeah. 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 That, that's, man, it's weird. It's weird. Nothing is 50-50. It's, no, we're humans. We're dynamic. Like it's, it's constantly changing. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you got to speak on it. Like today I got 80. I got, I got you. You know? That's it. I uh, so the other piece about me that's really
1: central to who I am is I'm a full time single parent. Full time single parent of an eleven year old girl. Ooh,
0: hey, ooh! I got a ten year old son. I'm so happy I have my. It's a lot. It's a uh, lot. Cause she's a lot. Like she is. She's a lot.
1: <laughs> she's going be a leader. <laughs> wonderful. She's going to be phenomenal because she's already amazing. But even when I tell clients that I practice these boundaries with her, like I talk about these things with her, yes. I enact these things with her as an example, that it's not about just your romantic partner, but it's about how you show up in relationship with people. Like I've been telling her since she was seven, since she was six, but actually even before then, at the end of a long day and we were driving home that commute and I'm in traffic and she's in the car seat and she want to do her chitter chatter thing. And I understand because she's missed mommy all day. Da, 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 and mm-hmm. some days mommy didn't have it. And I even then would say, babe, I want to hear all about your day. Mommy needs a few minutes of silence. Mommy needs a few minutes of quiet time. What music would you like? Yes. Like I'm gonna attend to you, but I'm telling you for for me to be able to be the best mommy for I, I can't I can't right now.
0: <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. I do the same thing with my son. Cause yes. it's like I'm working with people all the time who are full adults and they don't understand how to not compromise their own boundaries. So it's like, you know, I ask him if he wants a hug. I you know, if he don't want to talk to me after school, I'm like, can you tell me on a scale of one to five how your day was? Check in with me. He's I like, did. It's a four. I'm like, all right, dude, put your earbuds in and do your thing. <laughs>
1: We're yeah. good. Because well, that's the other thing, right? It's that that's the reciprocation though for me, Whitney, right? Like I so I can say, no, that uh, I need to recharge. If I don't, I'm not gonna show up in loving, patient, kindness in the way that I wanna be for her. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to her. So how do I get that? But it's also teaching her that she can say, not right now, mom. Like both people need to be, both people need to be able to do it. And when I tell you that, that little thing advocates for herself in all all contexts, always like it doesn't matter. 78 year old grandmother, stranger in the grocery store. Like she has gotten down advocacy, self-care, beautiful. like it's embedded in her, right? So that's not going to get compromised at some point. So a lot of what we do Is relearning. It's deprogramming. It's like actually asking people, "Why do you do that? Or where did you learn that? Or do you still really believe that? Is how is that congruent with this other thing?"
0: And then they're like,
1: "Oh, I guess I don't actually. I just always heard, or I just always thought."
0: No, you hand hand them a limiting belief worksheet, and you just watch people fall apart. They're like, "These aren't even my own thoughts." I'm like, "Why are you carrying (laughs) that shit? It's getting in the way. It's really getting in the way." It is. I love that you do that with her. It's it's so powerful. Women have such a hard time understanding that, like, they don't have to process other people's feelings for them. They yeah. don't have to, you know, like, de- burdening them themselves with, like, other people's things. Like, you can tell somebody you need to take care of yourself right now.
1: Yes. You
0: tell your partner that. That's good. You need agency and autonomy over yourself. That shit's hot. I love to empower <laughs> my wife. Like, it's nothing hotter than an empowered woman. I'm like, whatever she needs. That shit, that's hot. Yes,
1: I love it. Yes, that's. I I agree. That's exactly right. And and from a like a psychological needs perspective, that's hot to you because you
0: always know where you stand with her. Oh yeah, she's choosing me. It, it's not. She don't need me. <laughs> she, she don't need me. She <laughs> just wants me to be here. Yeah. <laughs> That is somebody strong enough to take care of themselves. They got it all figured out. They're like, No, I just I like you. I want you here. I'm like, oh for <laughs> me. Oh, me? Oh, <laughs> That's how she got me. I was like, as soon as we started dating, she was like vetting me. Like I could feel her vetting me. And I mm. was I was so turned on. I was like, she is okay. She's sizing me up because she had her life together. She was already happy, fulfilled. She's got Mm. two adult daughters, Mm. you know, and she was just like, are you going to be adding to my life or subtracting? Because I'm not in the mood for subtraction. And I was like, not,
1: not at this. No. Mm -mm. Okay.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I was like, I think I'm going to add. So, I mean, that's what I'm trying to empower people to do is understand that, like, you need to take care of yourself. So you're not trying to get your cup filled out of somebody else's like that, that cup needs to be overflowing. You give your overflow, not your cup. That's your cup. That's your cup. And we all got one. Mm -hmm. And like you, you are
1: worthy of like, it's not, it's not a demand, right? You are worthy of just standing in that truth. You are here as a whole autonomous being, Mm -hmm. having an interpersonal relational experience through life. Like we need each other. We, we need to be connected. We're not denying that. But you are better served in getting that when you're able to show up as your full self.
0: Yes, yes.
1: I, I I mean, tell I'll you. be honest, it took me a long time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I, and part of why I'm able to do the work that I'm
0: able to do so well is because I can do my own shit. Because like, I, I had to put, fix myself. That's the only thing that I'm selling to people. like, it's my experience. I'm like, yeah, I read all these books and it don't mean shit if I ain't living it. Like, That's it. Yeah. Because the living it is so much messier. It is. It is. And, you know, I like sharing the mess and all of it. I'm like, here it is. Like the last nasty breakup that I had, well, it wasn't nasty, but I had a breakup. I did it online. I was just like, here, watch, watch, you know, watch what I do, watch what happens. And like my followers held me accountable, but I love showing that Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. Like this can make you sharper. This can make you more specific. Yeah. Utilize this.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that self-compassionate action right there too.
0: Right. Like a lot
1: of. yeah that comes up a lot too right allowing yourself to not have all the right answers at at, at the moment all the time right like no, no, let it it's be okay it's like yes, it's it is messy. i'm gonna it ask is. you
0: i got this question that's burning in me i'm like, I, th- I want you to say three things that you think that couples should work on if they want to make their sex mind-blowing like Ooh. not just okay but like Damn! What the hell just happened? Yes, Un- unapologetically expanding your definition of
1: what sexy is. Start there. That pisses me off. I'm with you. I'm with you. Because the mind blowing part for me is it's never over. We're always having some form of sex. Everything is a potential for foreplay. Everything is an opportunity to expand our intimacy and to use that and to and so like okay. There was no penetration. Okay, maybe we didn't both orgasm, but did we have a good time? Like, <laughs> yes. Time was Had I like totally present with you, right? Can we? Yeah. So that's one. Like, radically expanding and and like holding ourselves accountable to a definition of what is sex. Yes. And then two is infinite curiosity. Like, leave the judgment alone. Get curious. Yes. And not and and here's for me the difference. The curious is mm, that, I didn't know that that felt good on that part of my body. Could we try that again? The okay. the judgment is where did that come from? Why would I interested? Why does that turn me? Off? I don't give a shit. Don't matter why it turned me. Is it hurting anybody? Is it violating anybody else's consent? Who
0: cares? Who cares? <laughs> and make it mean something about themselves. <laughs> They're like stop telling a story. We're having a good time. bunch of consenting adults. <laughs> Nobody cares.
1: Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And then I think being willing to be, I kind of want to say like, like the word that goes by is like goofy, but like unpolished, like real sex doesn't look anything like on TV, porn, scripted in any way, like, right? You might get a leg cramp in the middle of some stuff. Guess what? We need to be able to laugh about it or like be able to joke
0: about like just be goofy and playful together. Like like, you might orgasm and fart. Like, that <laughs> happens to me so many times. she would be getting wild if you yeah, right. don't we'll gas. All
1: right. Well, it's all connected down there. It's real close. To, they're real close together. Yeah, so here right. we, we are.
0: going got to be able to laugh about this, not ruin the yes. whole thing. Like. Yes.
1: Yes. Because I think that when you're able to do that, like, that takes... You can't perform and be goofy. Like, they don't right. go together. So you're fully embodied and in the moment. And that's the part that really, really matters to me
0: it is. I think those are my top three things What I want to know what are yours I man I thought you nailed it because <laughs> I, I for me like you got to be able to laugh dear. I've got I've got to have that immersive experience like that's what great sex is to me it's like an immersive experience and it could be anything it could be me and my wife doing mutual masturbation and I'm like mm-hmm. talking to her about how beautiful she looks and how I love just watching her feel good about, make herself feel good. Like that's one of my favorite things to say. I'm like, I love watching you make yourself feel good. Then just like empowering her and watching her. And like those interactions are like way more than like putting a strap on, you know, and then doing what yes. Pornhub would be like, oh yeah, this is the apex experience. And I'm like <laughs> Most of the time, if we're having the best sex we're ever going to have, it's not good for a camera angle. Our body's so close together. or No, you know, that's it. Okay. (laughs) And it's like that permission to be my complete self and to just explore with her. Like, can I touch you here? And like, how does that feel to you? And just being able to talk to her the whole time. And she's just there like with it. Yes. We're, we're we're sharing this common experience.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think that, I think, I think what you just described is where we really want us, the collective us to get to It's Like sex is not a thing that happens to a body. Sex is an experience that you use your body to have. And Ooh. I think we have so many. That was a good one. That was so good. I'm so glad we recorded it. That this. was a good. One. <laughs> I heard myself I was like, oh wait a minute. I need to change okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the disconnect, right? That's the porn hub. That's the that's the like how to eat her out in the best way. Like all of those mechanics are the happening to the body. Yeah. It'll get you there sometimes maybe a lot of times but if you've ever had Mm -hmm. an orgasm with somebody that you deeply love like you like you are in the you are in the zone the moment the plane with that person yeah that 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 orgasm is nothing like that other orgasm it just it ain't the same Same it ain't the same it's a very different
0: thing (laughs) it's a psychedelic experience you feel like you're on drugs Teeth chattering, ears are ringing afterwards, you're a staring at each other. Like, what the hell happened? And it's what like, happened? people want to memorize the thing that makes their partner have an orgasm. And then they want to, you know what I'm saying, they want to yes. do that same thing every time. Like, it's just, I'm like, it's not a video game. It's not AX, <laughs> square, no. B, special combo. You can't
1: do so, it is not. No, it is not. And that, yeah, yeah, that's the... That's the boredom. That's the like, I mean, that is the quickest way to get into a rut. And I feel like people, sexologists and sex have been saying that for decades, generations, but people still are like,
0: let's rush and get to it, right? Like I, and now I can think that's the other thing. Slow the hell down. Like, oh my God, yeah. slow down. Slow down. And stop focusing so much on function. Like that was one of those things that Dr. Kleinplatz said that really stuck with me when she was like, stop focusing so much on function. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't get an mm-hmm. erection. So what? That doesn't mean sex has to stop. You know, you don't get naturally a wedding. That's what Louvre is for. Like, why, what are you, what right? shoulds and supposed tos? So ridiculous. And I, I've had, I've, I've had a lot of
1: women clients that were like, he couldn't keep it hard. I'm like, and then when they don't, when they see me not getting a reaction, mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. like, like I'm telling you it mm-hmm. was going good. And then he just lost it. What am I supposed to do with that? I can't. And I'm like, you about to throw this whole human being away. Mm-hmm. what do they make that mean that like maybe he's not as attracted to me Mm -hmm. or he's not man enough like it really gets distilled to like masculinity yes and i'm like do you understand how complex sexuality is like do you understand like okay okay, but you know so let's 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 pull all the way back right like Mm -hmm. and and sometimes and this is how i always know that you have some internalized this is my like guidebook on you got internalized bullshit that's not even yours Mm Because when I ask, what does that mean? Or like, why is that a problem? Or why are you so outraged? Whatever the thing, what's what's about that that's bringing up so much of a reaction for you?
0: Mm -hmm. I mean- Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're like, "Well, damn, nobody has." it But yeah, I I, yes. hate, I hate that for men that like that that's put on them like that. Like people don't understand that like you you can have an orgasm without an erection. You, you can have sex without an erection. Like these things. Like the the ejaculation is one thing, the orgasm
1: is another. But this is this compulsory sex education, right? That we don't right. have. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of interlocking systems, right? But I also oh, wish, yeah. like. If we could just, I'll share this one experience. I am some, I'm an only child. And so i have really dear friends that I've known for 20 plus years. They have adult, young adult daughters. One is a recent college graduate, one's a sophomore, but I've known them since they were itty bitty. Mm -hmm. And so they had the sex education come to their school when they were in high school a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I'm asking about it. Like, and so, oh, we have family dinners. So we have family dinners like twice a month as a collective, me and my kid and a couple yeah. other friends. And so we, yeah, so we're having family dinner. So these kiddos have known these adults around the table their whole life. And with me, it was awesome because they asked all their questions while we eating like rice and chicken. Like, and I will never forget, like the one was like, now, You can't get pregnant with anal, right? Like, and and to a person at the table, we were like, no, you can't. Like, nobody had the reaction. Nobody there was no shaming. And I was like, this is one thing in life. Like this, like we're sitting at a dining table with with our like we're family. We are chosen family here together. And these kids feel no shame. There's no hesitation. They're asking their questions, and we're able to give them shameless honest, thoughtful reactions, right? Like I was yes. like, this, this is good. This is, this is what you want in life. But how many people do not have that at all? Like know, nothing. majority,
0: it, right? The majority, they get the shame or like when they go to ask a caretaker, they get the the squig, you know, the, the look on the face like, ah, like and then yes. there the shame gets instilled. That's where the word sex gets wired with the feeling of shame. Yep, right there, right there. That's so much work right there. Just getting people to not feel shameful about feeling good. You know? Yes. I hate that yeah. term. Guilty pleasure. Ugh.
1: It's so stupid. Ugh. So
0: stupid. I don't have no guilt around none of my pleasure. I don't have any guilt about pleasure. I like cake. I like sunrises. And I like eat my wife's ass. I don't care. I love that. All of that shit. All of All <laughs> of that. This is the... Oh, yeah. I want to ask you this one. It's uh, if you were to create a sex ed class for adults... Like what would be the top three things that you would want to cover? Ooh, ooh,
1: this is exciting. And I have kind of thought about this. So this would be a helpful thought exercise for me. Oh, it's so many things with me. Where do we start? I, I really start with self-pleasure. Like I want you yeah. to like, like revere your own body, like really learn to listen to your own body's intelligence and pleasure. Right. So let's start there. Cause I also hate that couples think that once you're coupled, you can't experience self-pleasure or solo,
0: like. Those are some of the best <laughs> videos that you can send to your partner. Like I'm thinking about you. I'm like living out here. <laughs> like, step one, step two. It's so
1: very easy, right? But like start there. And even if you're 30, 40, 50, go back, right? Because what I know at age 49 is this body is not the same body that was the 29 year old body or the 19. 19- it's just not. She like different things. We got to get there a different way, right? Mm-hmm. So starting with that idea that you are worthy of self-pleasure, that it's an in- it's a, wor- it's a worthwhile endeavor. Right. Yeah. Um, and two, I think just really centering this conversation around pleasure on a spectrum. Like mm-hmm. you just said, I like cake. What'd you say? I like cake. <laughs> and eating my wife's ass. <laughs> right. Like what's, what's your pleasure continuum. Right. That, mm-hmm. that and And that there is no shame or expectations for you wanting to experience any part along the continuum. Right. Like that it's all connected, right? I always love how one of my favorite quotes and I'm going to mangle it is what Audre Lorde, she has that essay on the the uses of the erotic. And she talks about like one of the most dangerous things is that one of the ways that women are disempowered early on is to put their sense of eroticism as only connected to sex. And therefore you lose access to the full life force that is yours as you come right and so getting people to re- like when i use the word erotic it can mean an orgasm it can mean fucking but it could also mean like a really amazing dessert that like yes. is beautifully plated and you get to take your time and sensually enjoy it bit by bit right like that's right the pleasure man. continuum yes what's in the third thing keep always be willing to try something different slash Mm-hmm. If it don't go right the first time, that don't mean it. It, it you shouldn't try it again. Like some mm-hmm. stuff might not like hit the first time. That's right.
0: I always try okay. everything three times at least. At least three times. At least. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing the first time, so you know, there's that. Two <laughs> <laughs> I might have some expectations. So number three, we we're gonna know for sure whether it's true a a right? So yes, that that
1: both and right to to explore can't emphasize the play enough. Explore play. For yourself, like, like even living your own fantasies, like even be curious about yourself outside of porn, like even put the porn down. I'm not just talking about clicking on
0: a different tab. I'm like, yeah, like
1: let be with yourself,
0: like (laughs) go touch some grass and blow some bubbles. I love to tell my clients to buy a hula hoop. I'm like, on hula hoop, like come on, just (laughs) like be in your body and be silly and like and let it go, cause like that's we can start to get that judgment off of you. Really for free. real, for
1: real, because all it does is weigh you down and slow you down. For real,
0: for real, give you performance anxiety.
1: Oh God! Oh
0: God! Yes, absolutely. That's something that yeah. comes up all the time. People will be locked up. They're like, I don't know why I can't have an orgasm with this person. I'm like, Well, can you do it by yourself? Yeah, no problem. I'm like, What are you thinking about when you when you? <laughs> yeah, you scared. What does it look like? how does like
1: uh, and wh- where's what do i look sexy from this angle is it like this should i do it like that like i've had and i've had mm-hmm. clients tell me i'm just not sexy and i'm like I, what does that even mean what the hell does that mean sexy is a state of mind like <laughs> i'm like sexy is energy you anybody like you 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 can you have access to it. like <laughs> if, you, if you're an allosexual person you mm-hmm. can tap into it is in there somewhere your sexy yeah. don't look like sierra Oh, it don't look like yeah. the girls on the pole. That might not be what your sexy look like because that ain't sexy to everybody anyway. Find your own sexy. And yeah, when right. baby, when you find that switch.
0: Can nobody tell you shit? When <laughs> <laughs> you find that switch. <laughs> That's me. When I started wearing button-up shirts and wearing cologne, I was like, all right, I made it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> tell me nothing. <laughs> I found a new barber last week. It was my first time getting lined up with a street oh. razor. Oh, shit. I walked out of my wife was like, yeah, babe yeah that's <laughs> we're it. doing this again that's
1: it, <laughs> this is the new way and that's exactly it like like when we like it's not just bullshit to say all bodies are good bodies like i i had a really great opportunity to get over myself when i started taking my daughter to like the pool when she was a kid right mm-hmm. and so i had sort of avoided like mm, i don't have a beach body i don't really know that yeah. but then what am i gonna do not take my baby to the pool that's dumb like yeah we're gonna go and then I would sort of like oh all bodies are weird. Like, like if you look at, they are. You look at just bodies like, oh they're all weird. Like yeah. a, this, this is oh I got it. Okay, yeah. well, this is mine and it's weird in this way and I like it. Right? Mm-hmm. So it
0: Absolutely. That it. Absolutely. That's like I think so many different people are sexy and it's just the way that they're carrying themselves like in the way that they move into the world. I'm like that's what makes you hot. Yeah, <laughs> because you just think it yes I keep telling people I'm like it's just about your thoughts they create your feelings like reprogram your thoughts it fix your that's life because
1: you know? I've not you know I've never had a type that's a mm-hmm. thing that irks me with clients when I hear they're not my type or women especially women talking about dick
0: size girl what like <laughs> you know how many different size dicks I got a bag back here like girl for real like you had to like I
1: like find the balance of like okay i'm not gonna create shame in here or judgment but also mm. i need you to really hear sort of how ridiculous that like I, I need to be the voice of reason for you around this but, but that but i've never had that because i'm always like mm, just something about it like like if, if i could say just something about it i didn't, short tall fat skin white black mexican mm. i didn't done it all like if you got mm. that something about you
0: like yeah like you walk in a room and you change the way the air moves. I'm like, hi, hi there. Hey. <laughs> it don't matter how tall you are. What you got in your pants? It's like, you did something to me. Um, yes. I'm intrigued. That's the stuff that like keep the relationship going. Like not somebody being like six, five, you know, dark and and has a professional job. Like, geez, like, no, it's not it's not gonna get it. I just always, I was like, even as a, ki- a
1: young person, I should say, kid but a young person, I was like, why do we think the sex is good because they have muscle? Like, how? Like, I mean, if it's really good, your eyes is closed
0: anyway. So you don't.
1: (laughs) I just was like, why do we think attractive people are better at sex? Like, why do, how? How does that go?
0: It just makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. And like, they'll have those horrible rap songs where the guy says, she sucked my dick like she's ugly. I'm like, see that shit? Horrible. It's horrible. Horrible. Then out, and then it's like, what's the the beauty standard of pretty? I guess they're not giving as good a head. They're like, I'm pretty out here. I took my clothes off that's it that my, is it man this has been amazing like yes is, thank is, you is there I anything i know i could talk to you for days is there anything like it. you would like to leave everybody with to like create the sex life of their dreams my, my main thing is like
1: make it a priority like like make it a priority and do it 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 does not need to be justified right like no like Go for it! There, like, if you're a full grown adult. Whatever shit that you've internalized, whatever baggage you're holding on to, mm-hmm. be intentional about letting it go, so that you can free yourself up to have pleasure in your life. Absolutely, that's
0: I, it. Like, make pleasure a daily habit. Like, yeah, feels good every day. It's a lifestyle. It is.
1: It really is. No, I have a. a I don't know if you're into astrology at all, but like, I'm.
0: I'm, I'm gay. You know, I got to be in this. <laughs> My moon is in Taurus. Oh, I'm I'm a Taurus North Node.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so you, like, so I'm Cancer, my sun sign, and then I'm Pisces rising, and my moon is in Taurus.
0: Oh, you're emotional and sensual. You,
1: okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Feel good. And then I want to be able to look you in your eyes and tell you this is the most amazing way I've ever felt. Like, I can't. Yes, I'm with it need to have it so i I always say like maybe i just have greater access to this shit like like downloaded from the beginning because some of it is just so non-negotiable for me like it just i'm not willing to compromise so i'm trying to figure out a way to give it to as many other people as i
0: possibly can i absolutely feel you on that from my heart it's just like i'm so sick of this idea of spontaneity like yeah oh it needs to be spontaneous you better plan sex like you do your it. vacations. Like, I'm excited. I'm going on vacation. I'm packing stuff. I can't wait to get my toes in the stand and drinking my hand. Like, you should be talking about sex the same way. I can't wait to get inside of you this weekend. You feel so good to me. I'm like, like yeah. Like yeah. I,
1: yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, again, I think it's a lot of that sort of myths that we get from our general, like, ether and, and, Culture of like, ah, like we just have to be ah, immediately.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, and just slam her against the wall and <laughs> three pumps, and we're gonna come at the same time in the rain. Oh my, that looks cold.
1: I don't want <laughs> it. I do not want it. And you know, the thing too with it that I always say is like, why we got to come at the same time? Maybe I got more than one in me, but like, oh <Rain>.
0: Maybe I gotta couple. <laughs> I don't lend it pleasure to myself. Nowadays. Exactly. Exactly. So what you gotta do. I just adore you. You're wonderful. I can totally you so this. I media. appreciate it. I just,
1: you know, we know that social media can be a cesspool, but also when I have these moments, I'm like, yes, the internet is an amazing place. Right. How else we, like, connect? We get to know each other, even have this experience. And yeah, I feel really, really fortunate and grateful to have had this conversation with oh you to figure out a way yeah. to sort of reciprocate. I've been wanting to sort of create some conversations, little just like Zoom casual things with my yeah. audience. Too. So when I get my together around that, I will definitely invite you to come.
0: And I would I would love that. I would love that. I would appreciate that so much. Would you yeah. tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, how they can work with you, where we find you? At? I
1: love it. So you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Nikki Knows, which is D-R-N-I-K-K-I. K-N-O-W-S. And you can find me on TikTok at Dr. Nikki Sex Coach. D-R-N-I-K-K-I-Sex Coach. I have it fully spelled out. I keep trying, the algorithm don't give a damn whether I leave the E in, in or out. It's gonna push myself overnight. So I'm like, let me just be clear. I'm the sex coach. And then you can, if you're interested in working with me, you can find me on my website, which is also dr Nikki scom D-R-N-I-K-K-I-K-N-O-W S Please feel free to reach out. I'm happy to engage, have conversation, whatever. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. 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 I might might share this with people at some point. So, how can people find you? People can find me on TikTok. I'm BDE Moves over there. Uh, screen name is, uh, he calls me daddy because that's what my wife calls me. And uh, this, uh, you can find my website at BDE moves.com. And you can find all my platforms on there Instagram, my Patreon community. That's my pay platform where my people come together and I can talk to them uncensored and do all demos and tutorials and say whatever the hell I want to say. Yes. We are so thankful for Dr. Nikki to have joined us for this first episode today. I hope everyone enjoyed it as much as we did. Until next time, don't forget to own your pleasure.